I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. It's sugar and spice and everything now. Good morning. Good morning. Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. How art thou? I'm, dost be good. Does be <laughs> I'm good. Je suis bon. Je suis good. It's, it's really wonderful to do this during the day. We say I it like every it. time we do it. Oh, damn. I'm what sorry. Happened? I just, oh, it's I okay. just, like, my skin is falling off. No, it's cool. This, I, I, I was picking it Well, myself. here's the thing. I was, you sat down, and I was like, I really should have dusted off this table, like, by now. Well, let's do it together. It's like some like weird ass ASMR for our listeners. Oh my god, my hand. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. High five for the dirty hands. Ooh. <laughs> um, how are you on this wonderful hump day? Hump day. Um, I'm doing well. Like it's been, like I've had a really good string of luck this week, and like part of it is like I'll talk about it in my uh, thing that happened this week. But like, I just have had a really fortunate week. How about you? That sounds wonderful. I'm yeah. I'm I'm very I'm very hashtag blessed for it. Great. I am having a a pretty decent week. I feel very relaxed, mm-hmm. and um, I have a pumpkin spice latte. Ooh, classic. Can you hear it? Can you hear can the you, cup? Can you hear the pumpkin? <laughs> oh my god, it's flattered me. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked on the cup and it splattered me um, with its orangey goodness. Um, yeah, I got a PSL. I I feel. Um, in good spirits. Great. I don't know that I'm hashtag blessed about this week. I but... mean, yeah. I, I use that somewhat ironically. Oh, question for you. Answer for you. What are your thoughts on coffee before auditions? Uh, in, in what respect? Like to wake up like, or do you to typically, like Do you throat? typically have coffee before your auditions? Depends on the kind of audition. Okay. Uh, normally before a really big one like if it's the if it's the first round i will drink a pumpkin spice latte and not give a fuck if it's the second round i can drink like a regular latte mm-hmm. just to clear my throat and like give me the poops or whatever yeah and then just like to flush the system once flush the system but if it's like the final i get really superstitious and mm-hmm. i drink like just peppermint tea like i'll yeah. still go to starbucks and do my routine but you'll get a peppermint tea it's more important for me to be up Mm-hmm. And like moving about two to three hours before because that's how my voice warms up. Yeah, same. But I do need hot liquid to like clear out gunk. Sure. When I get nervous, I get gunky. Because I, for the first time in my life, I think today, I had coffee before an audition. And I typically don't do that because like coffee can get me very jittery. You do get the jitters, but you also drink a big thing when you get it, don't you? You like um, fill up your whole Dunkin'. No, typically Flask I get, no, well, that's only when it's that season, because that's like the, <laughs> it's like late February to early May, I think they have, like, Duncan has like the massive, like, extra large cups that you can get, and like, sure. you refill it for like $1.79. Yeesh. Um, but like, no I typically, that much coffee. I know, um, and I used to like, I used to live off that coffee when I was like first in the city, and they first did that promotion, like, mm-hmm. I lived off that shit, that was my coffee for like the entire day, but Typically, I just get, like, a cup, either small or medium, but still, like, if I drink it too fast or if I'm, like, if I'm already, like, energetic or if I'm already nervous or, like, excited about something, like, that will just amplify it. Right. But today, like, I woke up 
I just had a really hard time, like, being a human being. Sure. And so I got to my destination early today. Because when you wake up, you're a lizard. I am. Like, that's that's the fun fact about me that I use for every icebreaker, is that I'm actually a lizard. Um, in all and, of your scaly goodness. And it's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I got to um, my destination early today, and I was like... Destination. I know, right? Like Destination is a funny, really formal word. Of saying, like, I got to the place where I need to audition. Yeah, um, I got to the place... But there was a star- <laughs> but there was a Starbucks on the corner because it's New York and I actually and I was just like fuck it I'm gonna try this and and I was fine like it actually helped so now I'm like well because you had it right before the audition so you didn't have time to get the jitters until yeah. the caffeine wasn't in your blood I well I didn't even, I didn't not that I didn't have time to wake up but like I wasn't really awake either so I think sure. like it kind of like equilibriumized me. That's sure. a word. Uh-huh. Equally. It brought me to one. It brought me to one. <laughs> Back to one. Yeah. Um, so that's I, why I ask because... Yeah. I, I find the chai, like a chai tea latte, is like the perfect middle ground for me. I love those. Because they're half steeped in water and half swirled with milk. So yeah. it like, you know, it, I'm not one of those people that gets too gunky from dairy, but I know some people do. Mm-hmm. And that's why I get superstitious on the final callback. I just go for tea because I get nervous that like something about my body will change. Exactly. In, in the, at the final worst moments. moment. Yeah, yeah. The worst time. Exactly. Now I get that. So yeah, I got my PSL this morning. I had my bacon Gouda breakfast sandwich. Yes. It was balls. Yes. This episode brought to you by Starbucks. Ah, uh, if only. We have a big sponsor this week. <laughs> it is Starbucks. So, have you heard of it? It's called Starbucks. Uh, yeah, they what they do is they sell coffee. And when you go with the code this week's thing, they will look at you and go, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and you'll go, "You're welcome." And then everyone will be confused, <laughs> but that's showbiz. That's showbiz, kid. kid. Um, all right, are we ready to get into the thing that happened this week? I think so. Bibbidi bobbidi boo! <laughs> Is that our new the thing that happened this week? Oh no, but it could be. <laughs> Just bibbidi bobbidi boo, y'all. Wait. The thing that, that happened, happened, the thing week. that happened, the thing that happened this week. This escalated real quickly. You know, like bibbidi bobbidi bibbidi bobbidi Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, Do you want to go first? Well, we have to decide what we're doing. Yeah, let's just keep it the old theme. Yeah. It's just kitschy enough. Right, why not? The, the thing, thing that, that happened, happened this week. <laughs> <laughs> Under construction. <laughs> wow, that was bad. Okay, yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. So this week, I have had a little more alone time than I usually do, which is really nice. I've been like kind of checking in with myself, catching up on some TV. And uh, I, <laughs> the other night was really stupid and used my alone time to watch Law & Order True Crime The Menendez Murders. How is it? Right before bed. Oh. <laughs> so it's it's really well made. Cool. Edie Falco is uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. And um, the guys who play Lyle and Eric are so good that it's haunting. And um, they are very... I don't watch Law & Order or SVU. Like, mm-hmm. I've never really watched it. Um, but they do strategically use the chun-chuns mm-hmm. only once or maybe twice per minisode. It's like a miniseries mini-movie or whatever. Yeah. They're hour long. Um, and, and so you'll be, like, watching it, and it's, like, creepy music, weird flashback, gory images, and then... 
chun chun. And it's like, Princeton University, Princeton, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what, what? Like, it's just a little jarring. But for the most part, it's really well made. I would put it like maybe two notches below the OJ mini, like miniseries on FX in terms of like how much I'm loving it. Um, But the other night, (laughs) I was watching it and then realized that it was coming up pretty late and I had to get up early in the morning. And so I was like, okay, like I should probably like finish this up and then go to bed. But the end of the episode was really fucked up. And I was like, ooh, not sure I can go to sleep now. So then I went and took a shower, but I was home alone. And I kept like turning on lights, like erroneously to like make sure that no one was there. And like, and then I took a shower and was like, someone could come in here. Someone could come in here and kill me. Like right full on now. psycho. <laughs> So then I, (laughs) so I finished my shower and I wrapped myself in a towel and I turned on the hall light and was like, is anyone there? And then I went into my room and I was like, is anyone there? (laughs) And then I, I got into bed and and I was laying there wide awake and I could feel my eyes were really big. (laughs) I was like, so scared. (laughs) And so then I turned on one of my favorite episodes of Gilmore Girls. I was watching this on my phone, but there's something a little creepy about a tiny light in a big room. <laughs> so I was watching the Bracebridge Dinner, which is like considered by most to be like the most lovable episode of Gilmore Girls. It's like the one with the most townies. And I'm watching it just like, this isn't doing it. This isn't doing anything. Oh my God. Like, so anyway, like that whole story is just to say... That I can't watch scary things before bed because I can't go to sleep. I don't blame you. Even if I hadn't been home alone, I probably would have been like, roommate's going to murder me. Right. My roommate's going to murder me. Was this yesterday or? Uh, two days ago. Okay. Because. It was on last night. So I watched the uh, the other night. I'm sorry. I can't stop laughing. It's okay. <laughs> it was because a couple nights ago I watched it on Hulu. And it's almost worse when you don't have commercial breaks. Yeah, where it just goes right into the next thing. Last night I watched it right before bed, but it had commercial breaks. It was live on NBC, Mm. and I did fine. Yeah. But yeah, that first time, that first time I was pretty fucked up. (laughs) Not gonna lie, I literally had a similar experience yesterday. Mm. Because I saw that movie Mother uh, with Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem. Um, I heard it's very irritating. It is very irritating, and like, it's, well done but i don't think it's good that's what most people are saying i don't think it was necessary to have this movie at this time um also like or like ever really like because it's like darren aronofsky and jennifer lawrence are in a loving and committed relationship oh are they yeah oh i had no idea and she's like his muse and and she's brilliant in it she does an amazing job in it but like the content and like at the risk of, like, spoilers for Mother, like, it's very much, like, a, like, religious Christian allegory. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I just was not okay with it. Like, but because it was that kind of, like, disturbing. It's because you're a Jew? Um. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That, that, <laughs> sure. Um, that was such but, a dick move. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. Um, but I, I saw it, and then I went, and then I saw it with a friend, and I was like, I gotta go home and watch something funny. But then yes. I get home, and by the time I get home, American Horror Story's on, so I was like, well, I have to watch this. Uh, and so then by the time that's done, it's 11 p.m., and I have to wake up for an audition today. So I was kind of the same, like, I need to... 
I need to watch something I know is going to make me laugh or at least wind me down. So, like, that's yeah. that's that was me yesterday. So, that's funny. That yeah. Like, well, I'm a firm believer that if you convince yourself that something's going to happen, then the opposite will happen. So, like, when I was a kid and I was scared of riding my bike down fast hills, I would be like, you're going to crash and die, Claire. You're going to crash and die. I would just say it out loud as I was riding my bike so that it wouldn't happen. So, you're reverse secreting it? Yeah. So, what I... <laughs> <laughs> I found the secret to the anti-secret. So I was laying in bed and I was like, you're going to have bad dreams, Claire. Bad, bad dreams. Bad dreams. And they're all going to haunt you forever. And they're going to recur. And they're going to come and get you in the night. And then I had no dreams. That's great. (laughs) That's good, though. Like... Oh, yeah. I didn't know that that was the secret that, that you affirm I mean, to yourself. I forget, that that's, maybe it's I don't know if it's the secret or if it's lean in or read what. The secret. It's one it's of not the, lean in. It's one of like the Oprah's book club things where it's like if you like. Oh, it's the secret. If you for sure. yeah, if you uh, say it out into the universe, it'll come back to oh, you. Oh, I'm sure that's the secret. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So like this is like the reverse secret, which I think <laughs> is hilarious. This is the secret secret. Yeah. <laughs> You got to do the opposite. Whenever we talk about opposites now, we should say secret, secret. Exactly. <laughs> secret, secret. The secret, secret. That kind of sounds like a fun TV show, doesn't it? The secret, secret, secret. Secret, secret. Secret, yeah. secret. Secret, secret, secret. It's... Secret, secret, secret. Claire's down a black hole right now <laughs> of secrets. So yeah, anyway, I, the Menendez brothers are um, something. I, yeah. I, you know the whole story, but when you see it, I mean, they they fully recreate the murders, and it is... Well, shit. It is... Whew, I, Disturbing. Yeah. Well, and I happened to watch it, like, after... I mean, everybody's on board. Horrible events this week. And, oh, yeah. And I, myself, have a personal connection to mass shootings, and it was just... It, it was... I think that, that definitely a contributing factor, but also I was trying... I was trying desperately to see it as, um, like, actors with incredible makeup. And right. And it looks so real. Yeah. It lo- it's so real that I was like, wow, Law & Order. Like, wow. It's a rough Law- week for it. Yeah, Law & Order. Wow. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was so depictive and so real was this last week's episode or this week's episode? Last week's episode. Okay. This week's episode was more like mind fuck. Last okay. week's episode was just full on gore. Because I was going to say if that was this week's episode, you know there's someone on the other side of like the control panel going like, do we show this this week? Well, I mean, it's true crime, you know. It's not like they made yeah. up a story about, you know. True. If it if it was fictionalized, I'm sure that they would take a week off. Yeah, like it was like episodes of you know The Simpsons and stuff that dealt with like murder and suicide and stuff right after 9/11. Like mm. those all went missing. You know South Park. Like um, yeah, not just animated series, but those are the ones I can remember. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, or like uh, after Aurora, I distinctly remember a bunch of episodes of TV like removed um, like uh, background characters that had guns and you know yeah yeah. yeah. So all that being said, it was a really wonderful piece of TV, but it was not a really wonderful <laughs> night. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. So, yeah. And I mean, God bless the souls of Lyle and Eric Menendez. Jesus. Yeah. Like, how? How does uh, that happen? I, uh, I mean, I know how it happens, but Jesus. So I'm going to keep watching. Of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> But uh, it's not as fun as OJ, that's mm. for sure. <laughs> and maybe that's why, because 
Maybe that's why I see it as a lesser piece of TV than OJ because it's so literal. And with OJ, it was like all about like it was it, it wasn't a true crime series. It was a essentially a, a court like a a court drama. Sure. Yeah. That's it was the law of law and order. Okay. You know, and yeah. this one is just the order. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need some order. Uh. Order up, honey. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's funny because I remember seeing the posters for those and I'm like, is this their response to American Crime Story? But It is a little bit, but I think they probably wanted to use, if you have the rights to tell someone's like story like that, you better use them quickly before someone like fucks up your copyright. Oh yeah. You know? I get that. Because OJ Made in America had the rights, had like, my understanding is that OJ Made in America was ESPN, yeah? I forget. Uh, I don't want to get that wrong, but... but they had the rights to like all a bunch of the footage of like his his sports and like his collegiate mm-hmm. practice and like his um like collegiate games and whatever and then Ryan Murphy bought the rights to a book about just the court proceedings okay so like you can buy and like copyright singular portions Specific of events. the story and my understanding is that Law and Order has the rights to all Menendez related hmm that's like, fascinating. It's, it's not like like Ryan Murphy's OJ had a placard before the title card that said like based on the book, o, sure. like OJ something something okay. by so and so. But Menendez is just Law and Order, True Crime, the Menendez murders. Like not mm-hmm. inspired by anything except True. The order. Menendez murders. The only card that they put up before the title sequence is um, this movie. And the images depicted within are based on true events, but um, uh, are inspired by, based and inspired by true events. And some characters and some uh, sequences within may not be, may not be historically accurate. Hmm. Like they say it very, like. Covering their asses. Clearly, yeah. yeah. So yeah, interesting, cool. interesting uh, little TV watching. And if you're yeah. into it, it airs a uh, 10... Uh, 10 9 central on NBC on Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. This episode brought to you by, by Law and Order. <laughs> uh, imagine. If only Law and Order and Starbucks, we're having a big we're episode. We're having such a great episode, guys. Yes. Okay, Ian, what happened to you this week? So it's funny, but and this goes back to my coffee question and a little story from earlier okay. in the episode but like um like i wake up early for this um audition today and i'm like man i'm not a real human yet i'm a lizard like nothing is right and i'm just kind of thinking to myself like oh, i have to go on for this and then i have to do this episode then i have to work like i'm just like where does the time go meanwhile i had yesterday off and i was very productive and i'm like i don't know what the fuck is wrong with me so then i get into um the studio and the first thing i hear is uh tallest man on earth music which is one of my favorite artists and i'm like Okay, I can relax a little bit. And then um, it was for an industrial, which, um, how would you describe industrials? Like An industrial is anything used in a niche market or a singular company for instructional videos, yeah. for advertising within the firm, for new projects within the firm or corporation. Yeah. Um, mostly in industrials are like practice runs for commercials in the future or like instructional videos for their clients. Yeah. And like, it could also be like, like safety videos, things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, well, 
I can't really talk about what it was about just because, like, you never really can. But um, the, uh, when I got there and I was reading the the material uh, with a person going in for the opposite role in this. Okay. And so we're just sitting there and we're reading, and she's like, "Oh, like, is there any like anything you want me to do? Anything you want me to give you?" I'm like, "No, no, you're like, you're you're fine." And she and she goes, "Yeah, it's funny because like I'm going in for doctor, and I am a doctor." Whoa. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what?" And she's like, yeah, like, I, I, like, I'm a pediatrician, I work with teenagers, so I'm not sure if I should be, like, straight-up doctor or, like, really, like, work, like, act, like, act like I would be acting with my teenagers. And I'm like, no, like, your instincts are right. Because, like, so what it is is... you live this every day. So she's a doctor, and she's taking time off to just try some acting. Which, of course, like, is a great luxury when you're a doctor. And you only, right. and at this point, you only go in, like, three, four times a month just to keep up on your practice and stay current and everything. But I was just thinking, but like that kind of like brought me to life in a bit. And I was like, wow, you can really kind of just be whatever the fuck you want in this life, apparently, like yeah. in the best way possible. Because like she, like she was actually pretty good. Like she's has very raw talents, and I'm like, she does so much that I just can't do that. I just don't know how to do. And she's here at this like little uh, this little audition, like living her life, and like I think that is so fucking cool. It is very fucking cool. I my initial reaction when I hear stuff like that though, some some of the time. Like this one sounds like she was very pleasant, easy to work with, wonderful. Yeah. But having been on a few too many maybe dates mm-hmm. um, with people who are like, "Oh, I've always wanted to try acting. Like yeah. maybe I should sign up for a class or go to an audition." When people have a, a full another career and then want to do acting on the side, sometimes it makes me feel like it negates my career as a career. Mm-hmm. They clearly don't see what I'm doing, what yeah. we're doing, as ostensibly full time. Yeah, I get that. Like, for us I, right now, it's not, but mm-hmm. for many, it is. Yeah, and I think maybe I'm just carrying baggage from. She clearly doesn't see it this way. That the woman that you, of course, today, like, I think about that too because that came to mind as well. But a lot of people do treat it that way. It's true, and like I've a hundred percent been there. Yeah, but like she, there was something very genuine about her, like wanting to be there. Sounds great. So, like, I was just, like, happy for her. And it reminded me of um, when I was, right before I moved to the city, I was living with, I was living at home with my parents, and I was just taking, like, classes that I could take in the neighborhood, like, at the dance studio that I grew up in, and um, I remember one of the adults just that would take the classes, um, I got to kind of know her, and she was like, yeah, well, I always knew I wanted to be a ballet dancer and a doctor. So I was a ballet dancer, and now I'm a doctor. And I was Whoa. like, cool. It's really intense. Yeah. So, like... I, I will say, though, uh, you should give yourself mildly a little more credit when you before when you said, like, she can do things that you can't. Like, yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe you can't cut open a person and sew them back together. Yeah. But you can do things artistically that she could never dream of. Because true. you invested all that time to of train course. in that way. Well... Thank you for saying that. Well, it's the truth. I mean, when she was in med school, like you, I don't know how old she is, but let's pretend you're the same age. Mm -hmm. When she was in med school and now is doing her residency or just beyond her residency, Mm -hmm. you were in a feature film. You directed and produced a bunch of stuff. You Mm -hmm. danced and sang and acted your way across America. Like, you know, so. Yeah. I think there are, you definitely, probably to her, you seemed the exact same way. For sure. And you I were think, her secret secret. Exactly. 
Ah, oh, we brought it all back to one here. I know what um, the episode title Yes! <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no, you're totally right, though, because you say that, and I'm thinking, yeah, she... Like, because she was asking me stuff about, like, my career as I was as I was asking her, like, tell me about, like, you as a doctor. How do I slice someone open and then how fix do I, them exactly. real quick? <laughs> like, yeah, how, like, how do I diagnose... Lung cancer. I don't know. Um, Yeesh. I don't know. That was that was wrong. I'm How do sorry. you diagnose lung cancer? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, "Sir, not now." <laughs> yeah. I'm actually auditioning for for an industrial, so you yeah. have to you have to stop talking now. <laughs> exactly. But it kind of like it kind of like brought me back to life in a really fun way. I was like, "Wow!" Like like there like uh, without negating what we do, like there is no one like there's no one thing, and like who we are as actors is so many things put together. And, like, that's I think true. that's a very, like, in her case, it's a very broad way of, like, being that. Um, and, it, like, it was just cool to, like, talk human to human and be in the room human to human. And, yeah, it was just a fun, it was just a fun little, uh, like, treat of my week. That sounds yeah. really, it sounds really nice. I mean, I yeah. think we're in a place in our careers where we take it a lot less seriously because we're taking it so seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if that makes any sense at it all. It does. Um, and I, I think even just a couple of years ago, I constantly found myself in those audition sequence, uh, scenarios with other actors that were so hungry that like that inherently was competitive, even if you weren't reading for the same role. Oh yeah. And I think it would be really nice to run into somebody who like, doesn't need this. Like exactly. she does not. Oh need yeah, this. <laughs> exactly. And like she's never gonna make you feel like she needs it more than you. Exactly. You know, which is beautiful. And like to tag, like I mean, and to add on to that, um, I breaking news. Um, I booked uh, a show this week. What? Yeah. Um. Wait. What? Yeah. Um. So <laughs> what? this is this is not the end of this week's thing. I promise. Wait. Um, what happened? What? So um. You may remember. You may remember Claire. Um, I, I did a show everything. exactly. I did a show with the New Works Theater Festival last year. Okay. Um, and ever since then, the director and playwright, who are a couple, they have been wanting to get a production of it on its feet, like as its own run. Okay. And so they have been keeping me updated because I was their lead in this, and um, I've always been like, yeah, totally. Like I am. Like, of course, I, I've always been like I'm available. Mm-hmm. Um. And so finally, they have been keeping me updated. They got a theater. They got a, like um, a rehearsal agreement. They got performance agreement. And so, fi- like, so I'd been keeping my team updated with like, hey, like, there's a thing. Like, there- here's this thing. Um, it. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it looks like it's going to happen. And okay. so, the week of my birthday, happy birthday, me. The playwright reached out to me and said, hey, we're ready to send an offer. Do you want me to send it to you or, like, send it to your agent? And I was like, here's my agent's information. Just send it right away. So yesterday. Amazing. Yeah. And so um, I had been for the past, like, five days, like, very caught up in that business side of it, like, on these things. And so finally we closed on it yesterday. Yay. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I go on a rehearsal next week. By the time you hear this, listeners, um, I will have started rehearsal. Um, well, amazing. Thank you. That's Thank amazing. Thank you. I'm, I'm very excited because now I get to like go into like the back into creating this role and exciting. like doing the research and like that's always like my favorite part of the process is like doing the homework on it and like creating this guy and like 
talking it out. Creating yeah. this guy. Creating this guy. His secret secret. Yes. <laughs> Not to call what you're doing tangential, because I think that was very important, but thus yeah. ended. Oh, 100%. Thus ended the first <laughs> tangent. Sure. I think it's very on topic, but I do I do see what you're saying. Yeah. That, like, it, it must be a relief to go to an audition and already know that you have something on your plate. Exactly. Like, And I thank you for reminding me, I did mean to bring it back to that, was that... Like, after having just been in the throes of, like, here's this deal, like, working with agents, yeah! Like, that it's, like, <laughs> I get to just, like, be in the room and, like, like just... Where just it happens. Yeah, yeah just, just, like, do a little, just do a little, like, reading. You know, like, just do a like, little... Just do a little reading. Like a little theater. Say my name, say my name, like, read some lines off of a doctor and, yeah, meet someone new and... You literally yeah. said, say my name, in the vocal pitches of say my name. Say my name, say my name. When no one is around you. This this episode <laughs> brought to you by Destiny's Child. Oh, when there were four of them. <laughs> when there were four of them. <laughs> uh. Okay, are we ready for the quiz? Yes. Woo! Here Yay. we go. Quiz time. Quiz time. What are you obsessed with this week, Claire? I am obsessed with crisp fall weather. Oh, yes. So... Today and tomorrow are not good indicators of this, but this past weekend we had a couple of days where it was light breeze, 50 to like 60 degrees, like 55 mm-hmm. to 60 degrees. It was really wonderful. That's Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, yes. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> For all our international listeners. Yeah, really. I don't know how many we have, but sorry if you're working mm-hmm. with Celsius, it really sucks. Mm. Um, although the one thing about Celsius that makes the most sense is zero to 100. Zero is freezing, yeah. 100 is boiling. I think it's yeah. really smart, but everything else is, is mm-hmm. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just excited for the weather and to wear sweaters and for everyone uh, to be yes. cozy and to like look at cute boys. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. So the fall, fall All weather. Right. Um, would you rather mm. um, eternal zero degree winter or eternal 98 degree summer? Zero degree winter. Yeah? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But you know that I like things cold. That's fair like things cold i like to be bundled up i'd rather wear more than less i guess i guess i walked into that one yeah you did cool but that's okay <laughs> what are you watching slash listening to this week obsessed with blackish i don't know how i never watched this show but i'm obsessed with it and i'm almost caught up and last night they had their season four premiere and mm-hmm. all i saw all over social media was that it was like the wokest episode of television of all time that's and amazing i'm avoiding spoilers really hard because i'm almost there i'm almost there so okay um don't tell me anything and no one email no at me about this because i'm gonna freak out um but yes blackish and uh, uh, the Menendez uh, TV show and um, <laughs> the TV show, the, yeah, <laughs> the Law and Order. <laughs> the Menendez stories. Yeah, oh my God. Um, and I am, have been listening to, in the spirit of fall, a lot of Gilmore guys. Of hi, course you have. Hi, Kevin and Demi. And I don't know why I'm so giggly today. It's, the it's, P- it's, it's the okay. PSL. It's the pumpkin spice latte in me. And I actually was just at Starbucks and... Um, uh, Shazammed a song that I thought sounded really amazing, and I don't know how I ever missed it. It's Barbara Streisand and Celine Dion in a duet together of a song called "Tell Him," and it was unfucking real. I Shazammed it. I can't wait to continue to listen to that all week. I just imagine you like sprawled out, like starfishing, like on your <laughs> living room floor with that just blasting Tell on repeat. Him. 
that yeah on repeat honey and uh honey bun honey bun <laughs> and um uh, oh, uh, um, I have been studying some musicals that I just need to like get familiarized with. But while in the spirit of that, I was like, what else do I want to listen to that makes me feel jolly? I started listening to the producers. Yes. I genuinely think that Betrayed with Nathan Lane singing it is the like maybe strongest performance in music theater ever anywhere. Um, obviously Tony winning, um, but I, right? Tony winning? Yeah. Yeah, Tony winning. Yeah. Um, but it makes me want to sing Betrayed and like I think I might do it in concert somewhere. That would be, that would be pretty epic. Yeah, wouldn't it be? And it's kind of like the, what I play. I, like those are the characters oh, I be, play that are women. Like I kind <laughs> of want to, like I would kind of love to see like a female producers of like USB Alley stock. Ooh, who would be my bloom? Oh God. Who would be your bloom? Who would be my bloom? Um. I gotta, I gotta recruit somebody because I could. Oh my god, we could do a whole concert of like, of like, and not gender change, swapped. Yeah, not change any of the pronouns. I'd be, I'd be Ula. I mean, like, I'm not tall, <laughs> but like, I would happily be Ula. Yeah. Um, which P.S. Uma Thurman is like pretty surprisingly fantastic. That was her right? singing voice, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty great. And yeah. now Ula Belt. Um, side note: Katie Huffman and I like somewhat regularly talk on Twitter. Really? Well, because like whenever she's in something, I'm like, Katie Huffman's in this? Yes, I love Katie Huffman. And she's like, thanks. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Aww. Katie like, Huffman Great. is the original Ula, Ula on Broadway. And she's like a Broadway. Ula Inga Hansen, Vincent Jolson, Talon Hollins, Fallens, Fansen. Yeah, that's it. Bloom. Bloom. <laughs> Bloom. Bloom. <laughs> I really, yeah. I, it's so near and dear to my heart. And anyway, so that's what I, thus endeth, the, the second, second tangent. tangent. That's what I've been listening to. And I really just. Everybody needs to go listen to it. Oh my god, yes. That is such a fun I've also been listening music. to the Broadway company of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Shout out to my uh-huh. dear friend Trista Dollison, who plays Violet Beauregard. Casual. She is a fucking star. And um, I was never too big on the Christian Borel band, just because really? of like, I don't know, drama that we know about him. Mm-hmm. And so um, now I'm I'm warming up to him again, and he mm. really um, Strike That, Reverse It is one of the uh, one of the most wonderful Shaman and Whitman songs that I've heard oh. in a long time. Shaman and Whitman are the composers of... Uh, Hairspray, right? Uh, Hairspray and... Um, uh, Catch not, Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can. I was about to say that was Kitten Yorkie and it's not. Catch Me If You Can, Bombshell, the musical with yeah. Smash, and now Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. Um, and yeah, so Christian Borle sings Strike That, Reverse It and it's really, really yeah, strong. Yeah, I have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. Strike um, that. Reverse it. Let's move things along. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Who's the last person you texted without looking? The last person I texted was my bear. Aww. Hi, Julie. Um, my bear bear, my best friend in the whole entire world. Um, she texted me, hi, bear. And I said, hey, bear. And she goes, I was just texting you because I didn't text you back, bear. <laughs> Aw, that's fun. So, yeah, that's my, my bear bear. It's great. That's it. Cool. Uh, final question. Yeah. Favorite question. One person you may or may not know, alive or dead, who you wish well today? I would like to wish well Jimmy Kimmel. Mm. Jimmy Kimmel, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately for us, has been put in the... All late night hosts, really, have been put in the precarious situation of having to find things funny and host their shows in... A time where they're forced to also be activists. And um, not that I 
don't think anyone should be adverse to activism, but I also believe that people should be able to do their job and do it well. But when you feel personally afflicted and or obligated to acknowledge something very sad, um, it just, it, it throws a wrench in the works of the thing that you do best. And so what I love about Jimmy is that he has taken it upon himself to single-handedly fight Congress on everything. Yes. Um, and he does it with a really um, heartwarming sense of, of com- love and compassion where even though, yes, he's being put between a rock and a hard place, he's really making the best out of it. And I don't know, being a voice from a community that people wouldn't expect in a way that isn't making like a joke out of it if that makes any sense at all. Oh, yeah. And this is not to say that I think that um, anyone should be, because of their privilege or their wealth or their position, be exempt from being essentially woke to all that is happening and cognizant of what their words mean. But I I do think at some point we have to cut late-night hosts and comedians and performers in general slack to get back to work and not have to feel... Like, they have to use their platform for all issues at all times. Um, Because there's no way that that everybody can give attention in all ways to all things that need attention. And so I really, I feel for Jimmy Kimmel um, with both his, his family's personal... Uh, issues with with medicine and with medical insurance, but now also he's from Las Vegas and um, feels uh, like it's all on his shoulders to give a voice to people that don't have one. And I just I admire that, but I also I'm a little I'm I'm sad about it that he feels like he has to do this at the top of every show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's achieving a lot of good because he's a wonderful person. I just want to wish him well that maybe he can get some more sleep at night yeah, <laughs> and to relax. And hopefully some of that made sense. I wasn't, I didn't no, phrase that very well. I think it made sense because like it's what so, he's doing is so, wonderful, but it's unfortunate that he has to do it. Well, and, and it sounds like shitty to say that someone shouldn't spend so much time being concerned. Yeah. I think that that's totally valid, but I also feel that people with a public platform, particularly late night hosts mm-hmm. are in this precarious situation of having to give acknowledgement and recognition and sponsor, you know, charitable donations and everything for every issue every week. And it's like, yeah. there's so much it's going a on. Like, yeah. And it, and it also dilutes the effectiveness of any one of those missions. Sure. If you're doing five at a time, you know, sure. like uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is probably the perfect example of someone who picked one thing and is making it his whole thing yeah. all the time. Every tweet, like he will give support to one thing by linking linking to the one charity that he's working toward right now. Sure. And I just, I, I feel for Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> like it's just sure. so much for him. So I anyway, I wish him well and hopefully that made sense. I feel... I feel bad that I alluded that maybe that was... I mean, to me, it didn't sound like you were saying anything in a whole, like, shut up and stay out of politics and do your job kind of way. No, because that's not how I feel. Exactly. And I, I don't think... Like, I, un- I understand what you're saying. Like, I get it. I hope that people can... at home do, too. Yeah. I just, I just feel like he has so much on his plate and then some, so... It's like... 
He deserves a rest. He deserves a vacation, and he deserves to. Well, and you can't you can't be effective in your job or your activism if you aren't getting rest. And he yeah. clearly is haggard. <laughs> He's so yeah, tired. Poor guy. He's so tired. So anyway, love you, Jimmy Kimmel, and yeah. uh, and good luck, buddy. Ian Brodsky, I... what are you obsessed with this week? Ooh, um. I'm a little bit obsessed with uh, Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. Okay. Um, I saw it, like, right before it closed, which at this point is, like... A couple of months. Um, yeah, like a month and a half ago. Um, and it was, like, it was by no means my favorite show. Like, it was by no means perfect, but I can't stop thinking about it. Mm. And I think that's what makes it a really great piece of art. Great. Um, because, like, that music I've been has been stuck in my head. I've been listening to it, like, pretty nonstop. Um, yeah, and, like, it, I just really like and i think that's what i enjoyed most about it because i really like the music and like i'm a sucker for like those like big like g- grandiose sweeping sung through musicals totally so that operetta operetta yeah yep yep uh would you rather wear yellow head to toe every day for the rest of your life or wear silver head to toe every day for the rest of your life silver Okay. Because then I would feel like a knight. Like a superhero. Yeah, I would feel like I would feel like a superhero. And that's like pretty like pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah. Great. Just monochromatic silver. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like just walk into rooms and be like, oh that guy? He's not a superhero, but like look look at him, he could be. There was a girl I went to high school with. They even did a spread in the yearbook about her called Orange Girl. She wore orange head to toe every day. For was, all four years of high school. And that was just her thing? That was just her thing. And one year at homecoming, she wore the same dress as me, but I was wearing the blue version and she wore the orange oh one. Oh my God. And I, and that's some, hilarious. Someone ran up to me and was like, Orange girl's wearing your dress. And I was like, No, she's not. I was so upset. But it's orange. It's orange. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> what are you watching and listening to? Mm. Um, I am listening. Kind of as a result of Great Comet, I've been listening to a lot of Ingrid Michaelson. Great. Because she did a stint in it. And, like, if you look up her, um, there's a bootleg on YouTube of her singing, like, the big song that her character sings. And right. it's beautiful. Um, so I'm listening to a lot of her stuff. I'm listening to a lot of Jason Mraz. Um, and I am watching Still American Horror Story. Um, I watched Oh Hello, finally. I love um, Oh Hello. Me too. Like, I missed it on Broadway, and, like, thank God it's on Netflix, because I just had some free time, and I watched it, and I was just like, this is so good. Robbie! It's just... Oh, hello, Robbie. This is Gil Faison. It is. <laughs> it was just... I just thought it was just so smart and so well done, and, like, I love the two of them, so... <laughs> Yeah. My favorite part for those that have seen it is when a giant drop comes down off a tuna fish it's, sandwich yeah. and they go, this looks expensive. <laughs> my favorite joke Ready. in that, my favorite joke in that is like, home of Tennessee Williams and his sister Serena. <laughs> like I was cackling. It was really funny, but I just do not understand. Like, I just didn't. I don't think I was supposed to get it. Like, it was so funny. I really loved it. Okay, the, yeah. la- the last person you texted that wasn't me, no cheating. Um, it was my new roommate. Um, new roommate. Yeah, Tyler is moving out, moving on to, moving on to. Um, I don't want to say bigger and better things because she's moving in with her boy. And uh, yeah, she's her, moving in with her boy. Her Stan. Her Stan. Um and. Um, so I've, I found a roommate who's a friend from college, and today we just got the email that she's been approved. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So, so we're very excited. 
Amazing. What's yeah. her name? Her name is Morgan. Hey, Morgan, Morgan. Uh, yeah, and she's super chill. And yeah, I'm very excited. Morgan Morgan's got the secret secret. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Indubitably. Indubitably. And our final question this week and every week, our favey fave, one person living or dead whom you may or may not know who you would like to wish well to deem. I'm going to wish well one of my favorite artists, Joni Mitchell. Mm. Um, I read this beautiful, beautiful New Yorker piece on her the other day. Um, I think... So I think it was because uh, someone is is or has just released a biography about her. Okay. And her, I grew up with her music and like a lot of the music from that era. So I've always absolutely loved it. But just reading about her has just been so beautiful. And she's just so inspiring. And she's someone who's just always been 100% true to herself. Mm-hmm. And in especially in an industry where nowadays everything can be so manufactured. Right. And even like... Even sincerity can be manufactured. Like, it was very refreshing and so cool to read her story and, like, see those lyrics that I love broken down. Um, and, like, I know she is still alive and she has been sick, but she will always be a legend. She'll always be one of my favorites. Plug time? Plug time. Ian Brodsky, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram and at Brodsky and on Facebook. Yeah, iBroski. He's iBroski. Yeah, I'm iBroski. Amazing. Yeah. What about <laughs> what about you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com and Facebook.com slash JuliaClaireManship. And the show is at ThisWeeksThing.com, ThisWeeksThing at gmail.com, at ThisWeeksThing on all platforms, hashtag ThisWeeksThing. Like, comment, rate, subscribe. Yes, because you can find us on all platforms. Yeah. Including iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your pets. Pets, yes. Pets love pets to listen to love us. Pets love to listen to us. Particularly ferrets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was, was the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye! Bye! Bye.